Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to our noonday service. And certainly we can all say that all our lives, God has been so good. And what we need to do is to sing of the goodness of God. Let us begin in prayer. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to come now and to worship you. We acknowledge that you are God and beside you there is none other. You are the one who calms the raging seas. You are the one who, who brought us into light. And Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for who you are in our lives. And we ask that you would be with us, that you would calm our anxieties. We know, Lord, that there's danger approaching. But we ask that you would cover us and that you would give us that peace that passes all understanding. We pray for those that have already been impacted by Hurricane Ian and those that will be in the hours and days to come. We ask your protection, your leadership, your wisdom about what to do and how to care for ourselves and others. We thank you, Lord, that you are God. We ask that you be with those that need you. We all need you, but we pray a special prayer of healing for Sister Lucy Robinson and for Sister Mildred Purnell. And we ask that you would cover the bereaved family of uh, Brother Bernard Sullivan on today. We ask that you be with all others whose names we don't know to call, Lord, but you know who they are. And we ask right now that your Holy Spirit come into this place and speak to your people. Speak through me, Lord, with clarity, with power, that, that your people may hear from you and not just be hearers of, their, of your word, but doers as well as we all apply your word to our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. Our word today comes from the Old Testament book of Ezra, Ezra chapter 3, and I'll be reading verses 10 through 13 from the New King James Version, and this is what it says, Ezra chapter 3, beginning at verse 10. When the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, the priests stood in their apparel with trumpets and the Levites, the sons of Asaph, with cymbals to praise the Lord according to the ordinance of David, king of Israel. And they sang responsively, praising and giving thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endures forever toward Israel. Then all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord, because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. But many of the priests and Levites and heads of the fathers' houses, old men, who had seen the first temple, wept with a loud voice when the foundation of this temple was laid. 
before our eyes. Yet many shouted aloud for joy, so that the people could not discern the noise of the shout of joy from the noise of the weeping of the people. For the people shouted with a loud shout, and the sound was heard afar off. So our subject today is mixed emotions. Mixed emotions. The people of Israel have been in bondage, under Babylonian bondage, for 70 years. They were exiled, many of them away from their homeland. But when the Persian king Cyrus overthrew Babylon, he decided to let them go back to their homeland. Imagine that, a king who didn't even believe in God, but he allowed them to return. And when they came back to Jerusalem, they found it in shambles. And of course, the temple had been burned many years before that. And so the first thing that they decided to do was to rebuild the temple, God's house. Their reasoning was that, of course, they needed God's protection before anything else. And you have to remember that this was a time before Jesus had come and before the Holy Spirit had been dispatched on all believers. So their connection to God was through the temple. That's how they connected to God, was in the temple. So it was so important for them to rebuild this temple. And they made, they took months to prepare for this. And finally, now the foundation has been laid. And there's a great celebration. And I want you to think about this visual. There's a great celebration in all these people around the foundation. Only the foundation has been laid, but it represents that a new temple is about to come about. And they sing, For he is good, for his mercy endures forever towards Israel. And then there was a great shout that went out. But there were mixed emotions because some were shouting in joy, the younger ones mostly, that didn't even remember the old temple or never knew the old temple. But at the same time, you had a shout of weeping and grieving as the old men who knew the former temple are crying and reaping for what once was and will no longer be. There was a mixture of emotions, all of them shouting at the same time, some in joy, some who knew that the misery of no temple was just a void in their lives. And they felt separated from God. So here they were joyful that once again 
we can come together with our God and worship him. Some shouted in grief. Those who remembered the glory and the grandeur of the first temple. Remember it? How David prepared to build the temple? Because God wouldn't allow him to build the temple. He said he had too much blood on his hands. So instead, David prepared for the, for the building of the temple. He helped Solomon. And Solomon's temple was, was really laid with gold and precious stones and ornaments. And it was a sight to behold. And when the older men considered how far inferior this temple was likely to be, they wept with a loud voice. And perhaps there was some guilt on their part because they didn't appreciate the temple the way it was and how it had been. They hadn't appreciated what they had. They hadn't worshipped God with all their might the way they should have. You know how it is with some of us. We don't appreciate those in our lives until they're gone. We don't appreciate the things we have until we have them no longer. And so that's how it was for some of them. And some of them shouted in faith. Because they were determined to not let the remembrance of the former things drown out their sense of God in the present and his mercies. Zechariah 4 and 10 tells us not to despise the day of small beginnings, small things. This was a smaller temple. Well, the foundation was on the same foundation as Solomon's temple. So actually the size of it was going to be the same, but it was much less than the grandeur of the old temple. It even took them, it took seven years to build Solomon's temple. It only took Zerubbabel four years to build a new temple. But yet, it would be rebuilt. Don't despise small beginnings. Pennies make dollars just like quarters do. But what about you? What's your emotion right now? What would you have been like? Where would you have been in that group of people that were surrounding the the foundation of the new temple. Would you have praised God? Do you praise God for the small wins that you have now? Or are you a groaner, a mumbler, and a complainer? Because right now, right here where we are, we see the storm, Hurricane Ian, is marching up the coast towards us with all of its wind and its rain and its weather systems. And we see a mixture of emotions around us. I saw on the news some at the beach relishing 
in the huge waves, in the opportunity to surf the ocean, in the dangers of the wind and the rushing tide, and just being exhilarated. But then there are others who are super fearful and wonder what will become of them and all of their possessions. I heard a man say, I moved to Florida to escape the snow. And now I'm running into a hurricane. Yeah, because there's always a test and a trial. And remember what we talked about in Bible study the other night in James 1 and 2? Count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Because it tests your faith. How is your faith? And we have some people that are unconcerned, unperturbed, and unmoved by anything, the storm and anything else. So we have those that relish, those that are fearful, those that are unconcerned, a microcosm for life in general that we have and all the different emotions and all the things that are around us. We always have those mixed emotions. So what is the correct response? How should we really be? What is it that God expects of us? Well, there are three things that I hope we will remember always. The first thing is that God gave us our emotions and there's nothing wrong with the expression of them. There's nothing wrong with being fearful. That's for our protection so that we can act on it. There's nothing wrong with being excited and joyful and happy. You can be happy and mournful at the same time. I'm thinking about a time, say, maybe something like graduation. You're happy to be graduating and leaving and moving on. But then you have a sense of grief that the things you knew, the people you spent all your time with in the past, you may not see them as much or anymore. And you're mournful. So it's possible to feel more than one emotion at the same time. But we need to move on from there. The second thing we need to remember is that God brings new beginnings. As a part of creation, he gave us a new day every day. A new day. He gives us new seasons. Times when we can start anew and regroup. And of course, we know we have, we have new weeks and months and decades and centuries and times when we can start over and begin again. New beginnings. New beginnings bring goodbyes, but they also bring hope. Hope for something better something new, 
moving forward, being progressive. And then the third thing that we should remember is that we can handle change best if God is in the middle of it. If we're communicating with God and confiding in Him and worshiping Him and letting Him lead us. Because in an ever-changing world, we need an unchanging anchor. Let me say that again. In an ever-changing world, we need an unchanging anchor to hold us together. And many times we choose the wrong anchor, the wrong thing. And, and when it's too late, then we realize that, that that wasn't the anchor I needed. In fact, it really wasn't an anchor. And we fall apart sometimes because we choose people as our anchor. And people get sick. They die. They change. They leave us. And if we were expecting somebody to be our anchor, when they're no longer there, we fall apart. Sometimes we expect rules to be our anchor, but rules change. And sometimes the rules don't apply to one, they apply to others. You know, something as simple as when I first started driving, one of the rules was that you could turn right on red. Stop and look. If there was nothing coming, you could make that right turn. But there's a light at the intersection of Kings Bay Road and Highway 40. There's no right on that red light. You better stop. There's a sign that says stop. No right on red. You can only turn right when that light turns green. And when that light was first put up there, I know that I'm not the only person that thought that that rule was never going to change because there were so many people who got tickets for trying to make a right on red. Rules change. Rules change. A rule, a law cannot be your anchor. Language, language changes from one era to the next. Words change. Bad used to be a negative terminology. Now, when you say something is bad, you really mean it's good. Words can't be our anchor. Music can't be our anchor. Music changes. In the church, they used to sing hymns. Then it became anthems, praise music. Now we have a conglomeration, including rap music in the church. Music changes. It cannot be an anchor for us. Fashion changes. One day is skinny jeans, then it's big legs. It used to be Hip huggers years ago. No, this generation hadn't even heard of hip huggers. Hairstyles change. 
from one generation to the next. Those things are weak and flimsy anchors. They can't be an anchor for us. So remember, God gives us all of these emotions that we feel. Joy, hope, fear, grief, happiness, sadness. Everything that we feel, everything that we're feeling right now. And he gives us new beginnings. Times for us to regroup and start anew. Letting go of the old and moving forward in the future. And the third most important thing is to remember that God is our anchor, our constant in all that we do. There's a song that says, in times like these, in times like these, you need an anchor. You need an anchor. And be very sure, be very sure that your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. This rock is Jesus. This rock is Jesus. He's the one. The only one. So as we think about all those people around the laid foundation of the new temple, we think about the way things are for us today. There's a new foundation being laid. Church is not church as we knew it. The world is not the world as we knew it. Everything is changing and changing right before our eyes. But what we need is a constant. We need God. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to mourn. It's okay to cry. But we must remember that God is the head of all things and we cannot move forward without him. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your word on today that reminds us that, Lord, nothing stays the same. The one constant in all of this is that things will change. We thank you, Lord, for being with us, for protecting us, for teaching us, for inspiring us, and for encouraging us to know that despite whatever issues and challenges come, no matter the storm that's headed our way, that you are God, and above you there is no other. We pray for our safety. But we pray, Lord, that above all, that we keep our hearts and minds postured to you. We thank you. We love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, I know that all of you have things that you need to do on today. Perhaps 
some last minute preparations you have. I thank you for joining us today for this noonday service. I thank God that we are we were able to have it. And I ask that each of you be careful. I hope you will be safe. I love you. And if it be God's will, we'll see you again right here next Wednesday at 12 noon. God bless you. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forevermore. Let us all say, Amen. And you're welcome to join us on Monday night at 7 for our second Bible study in the book of James. Just contact me for the information. Thank you all. Have a blessed rest of your day.